What's up and welcome to Rider on the Run. My name is Bilal Muhammad. My guest for this episode of Rider on the Run is my best friend for real, for real. Not to mention one of the most talented, inspiring, and genuine individuals I've ever come across. I met Hadi Muhammad first as a muralist, then got to know Hadi the artist, then Hadi the Muslim. And despite the short period we have known each other, he's proven to be one of the most impactful people, not only in my life, but within our local art community, as well as at large. He's also the author of a brand new photo book titled, Three Weeks of Being Present, that captures images he created during his travels in Mecca and Medina on, on a spiritual pilgrimage, which you can purchase at his website that we'll link in the description of this episode. It's been a long time coming for this episode on our part, so I'm really excited to sit and talk with my bro Hadi about this art shit, this book shit, and this life shit. My guy, Hadi, welcome to Rider on the Run. This is Hadi Mohammed himself. <laughs> Yo, you really popped off on that introduction, <laughs> You didn't have to go that way. I always got you, I always got you bro. <laughs> for a second, uh, I, I was questioning, <laughs> you talking about you or <laughs> All right, well, uh, before we get into things, however, I also want to introduce none other than the producer of this podcast as well, my guy Casey Naughton, who will be joining us on episodes now and then, and this episode specifically because us three have got a lot to talk about. Mm -hmm. Casey is an artist, one of the better artists I've ever met, to say the least, a creative director, creative consultant, book designer, as he's designed Heidi's photo book co-owner of a San Diego-based creative studio with Kieran Miles, who we had on episode two of the podcast, and just an overall creative genius and great friend. So, Casey, for the first time on a record, for real, <laughs> welcome to our show, <laughs> Rider on the Run. First time on the record, for real, but this is like maybe the <laughs> yeah. fifth one that uh -huh. we've done together. <laughs> the world's never going to know that, right? Uh-uh. We also, put time um, into this. Also, the, the mic picks up a lot, so you guys don't have to lean in when you talk. Um, as you both know, we open up the podcast with a segment called Tell Me About the Fit. So, what y'all niggas wearing in the studio today? They <laughs> were almost kind of matching, too. A little bit. Upper half. Yeah. Uh, I just got on a white t shirt, mm -hmm. bought it down the street. Pro Club? No. <laughs> it's uh, all style apparel, okay. I think. Yeah. It's one of those, about $3. $3 t shirt. Mm -hmm. I got some trousers on. Uh, like brown plaid pants with the brown belt on, got the t-shirt tucked in, mm -hmm. looking crispy. And then I got on just some Adidas Speziales, nothing special, just a uh, Goodwill, Goodwill purchase. Nice. Yeah. Now I'm on the same page, I got a simple white tee. I have to accommodate to the heat. Um, got on some, some cargo pants, I don't know what brand they are, but they look, the fit was nice and the the color was nice. And then shoes-wise, I'm wearing some old-school Vans in a very red, in a very rare red. Yeah. That took me forever to find. That is a nice red. Yeah, it's fire. Mm -hmm. And then I got um, a red scarf to match right up from Saudi Arabia. Fire. What kind of rings you wear? I got a, a ring that I also got from Saudi Arabia, and then this other ring that I picked yeah. up on that vintage store, right, on... Frocky? The one I went to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Why aren't you guys wearing your uh, grills? 
Man, the man was supposed I'm to be ready. I'm feeling humble today. He had, he got his. Mine was supposed to be ready by now, but the jury ran off. He ran get off it? To, yeah, he ran off on yeah. a notification this weekend. So yeah, I saved that for special occasions. Yeah. Now I'm excited to pull up with him, with him for today. Sure. Um, all right, well I'm wearing a navy navy blue cardigan from uh, Uniqlo. It's like Indian. I don't even know what to call it, bro. It's like an, it's like an Indian yeah, shirt. It's like a Mandarin shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, like striped. And then uh, some white pants uh, from Vans. And then I got the... I think these are the first the first uh, Vans that uh, Julian designed mm. with uh, with Jim Standard. Yeah. Very fitting. And it just came out with another one. Yeah. Which is fire, yeah. Yeah. The whole campaign on that was crazy. Crazy. Super we had crazy. A, like a bunch of different artists. Yeah. yeah. That shit is so sick. You can go crazy. see them. Here in the city? Yeah, if you go to Switch Project. You probably stop by, it. yeah. I'm down. I'm down. Mm-hmm. Right after this. Pull yeah. right. mm-hmm. up. Um, it's a Sunday, so I don't know if they're there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we got to talk about the book. Yeah, so the book. What is the backstory, real quick? Uh, well, I feel, like, I feel like the book was like the perfect embodiment of like a well executed spontaneous idea because mm-hmm. like when I first when I was when I first committed to the idea of going to Saudi Arabia there was never really an intention to make a book and like I went out there with literally nothing with just me myself and my phone camera and yeah throughout my time like my day-to-day life consists of like me coming across beautiful shit just taking photos and yeah. it was the same thing I was applied to when I was out there mm-hmm. And then when I came back, I found myself in this dilemma of just like, I had all these photos that I compiled, but I didn't know how to give it to the world. Yeah. And I didn't want to give it yeah. through social media. I remember like we were having a bunch of meetings yeah. originally. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, feel like, I feel like the idea came about during those meetings. If that oh, makes wait, sense. Yeah, no, I remember. Yeah, like afterwards. Like, there was a time when it was us, it was us three just sitting around the table yeah. 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 and mm-hmm. we were looking at the photos and we were just geeked on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we were like, yo, you got to do something special. I think yeah. you named the book like right then, I did. No, he yeah, had a, he had. A, he, had a, that. No, he didn't name it. He had a. We had another title that we wanted to name it, but it was very similar to another project that you're working on. I don't even remember. It was a right. What's the, what's the title of your book? I'm here and I'm not. The title that we we're trying to go for originally the book was right here, right now. <laughs> oh yeah. We yeah, had yeah. a whole conversation about how it was way <laughs> oh, too. Oh no, the guy with yeah, the jacket. Yeah. 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 Um, but like I said, I didn't want to like. Mm-hmm. My dilemma was I had all these photos. I didn't want to give it out through socials just because. I didn't want to saturate my whole IG of page course, with like a yeah. hundred thousand photos of Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. and then I remember, I remember, I remember seeing a text from Casey. He's just like, "Yo, what's the plan with all these photos you got? Like, yeah. Let's put together a book or something." And I like, I was like, "I lost." Yo, it's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> let's run it up. And like prior to that, before I left, we were already meeting because we were like working on other projects. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's we had been thought, working yeah, together for like yeah, yeah. maybe a month or two. There was the that. the court project. There yeah. was the, the whole me versus me thing. Yeah. Um, okay, that makes sense. Um, so like, as for like your work, yeah. I feel like everything you've done up to this point has always been like large scale, right? Like a mural, right? Yeah. Which went like viral pretty much the so first yeah. the first time around, and yeah. then did the other one in Phoenix, and yeah. then uh, like now the book, the book is yeah, at yeah. different corners of the globe, right? Yeah. With the whole campaign, mm-hmm. right? So it's like it's never yeah. it's never nothing small, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, how does that shit feel, like? To, it, uh-huh. It's funny to hear you say that because to me, like, it became normal. Like, yeah. that's the bar. There isn't that's really crazy, like, right? yeah. I don't yeah. think I don't think I've put anything out that was. Even though this book was, I remember originally it wasn't supposed. To, it was never supposed to be a big project. It was a very like personal experience. I remember yeah. telling you where 
okay, I'm going to agree to making a book, but it's always going to be like uh-huh. 20 copies. Yeah, I had to fight you to make more than 20 copies. Like, mm-hmm. what the hell? Nah, to me, like I said, <laughs> I was so much like that. Like, I remember to me, it was never really about like, for me, it was a very intimate experience, like yeah. me going out there and like, I didn't want to like, yeah. public, like it was. Books, books are intimate though. That's yeah, the but thing. It doesn't matter like, how many you make. With everything that I create, I'm, yeah. I'm so used to being very cryptic and like hiding behind it yeah, yeah, yeah. without having to be very, um, what's the Vulnerable. word? Yeah, like. When you, when you got to show, like, you know, vulnerable without being very vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to me, the reason I was fighting you was I didn't want to put myself in that position of just, like, being vulnerable. Yeah. And then you're like, yo, if you could inspire, if you have an opportunity to inspire people, why limit it? And be like, nah, I'm more like inspired to yeah. do it. Okay. Um, as for you, mm-hmm. what's it like working with him? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was a great experience working together. Yeah. <laughs> You know, this just got energy. Yeah. <laughs> was it difficult at all? No. Yeah. No, I, I don't think so. I'm a very so. difficult person. Okay. No. Yeah, I feel like okay. I'm not. Yeah, and like every every new thing that came up, yeah. new thing we wanted to do, mm-hmm. if I brought something to him, he'd be hyped about it. Yeah. And if he brought something to me, I'd be hyped about it too. So we mm-hmm. just kind of built off of each other's energy yeah. for like six months. Just okay, adding okay. stuff into seeing, the Seeing your dynamic, right? Mm-hmm. I want to ask, <laughs> what's it like working with me? Oh shit! Mm. Because how's it different? Yeah. Hmm. I because like, I don't I don't see myself as somebody easy working with. Like yeah, you're more no, you know more emotional for sure. Yeah. I think you're very direct. You're a lot more direct. That's because I remember I found there's times where I find myself like dealing with you. There's times mm-hmm. where it's like I feel like with me I'm not a very I communicate things eventually. Uh-huh. For the most part, whatever I do is pitched to me, I'm always like excited about it. I'm like, yo, this is fire. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with you, what like differentiates me and you is like, you're more blunt of like, yeah. you don't like it, you're like, nah, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> no, nigga. Okay, go. <laughs> I want to hear what you have to say. Go in. I, yeah, I feel like you just, you know you have to put more thought into stuff. You think really deep about things. Yeah. Like, yeah, like if I work on something with you, I feel like after the meeting, you go home and you just write an essay about it. <laughs> like really, really analyze everything, maybe a little bit too much. Um, yeah, yeah, that's probably. But it comes from mean. a good place. It's because yeah. like you want to put out the best. Yeah. No, but at the same time, it's like now we're figuring out that for certain things, that's not healthy. You mm-hmm. know, like you guys podcast specifically. Yeah, 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 yeah. you gotta let so, it go. I'm saying this right now. This. <laughs> yeah, this is changing. this whole well, podcast this is, is set up. Well, let's say let's say this comes out within a month. Okay. Yeah, that's the goal. Okay. I want to see if we can stick to that. I'm really surprised that we just put out an episode and we're working on a new one within a week. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that itself is kind of personal. It's the yeah. energy, bro. I move off the energy, like that mm-hmm. momentum, yeah. right? Yeah. So we'll see, man. We'll see how it goes. Um, okay. What kind of what kind of doors has this book opened up for like both of you? Hmm. Like, um, have any has anything new popped up because of it, or like, are you seeing things differently? Um, you know, like, definitely, I, yeah. I think from here on, a lot of my like, like you, it's funny you mentioned that a lot of the projects that I did like XU have always been like on a on a global scale, but it's always been like just feedback from a from like a global scale. But with this one, it kind of like books went out to Canada, books went yeah. out to Australia. It's crazy. It's different to see that somebody saw something on your Instagram. Yeah. Uh, that's way different than actually shipping books like getting to, the art to them, Australia yeah. and the UK mm-hmm. and Canada and all across the United States. Mm-hmm. That's like a whole different feeling. Yeah. Seeing orders come in, just like people that I've never heard of in my life, people yeah. I don't know, people from other countries. 
But it was funny too because like I'm so used to seeing people based off of their IG names and then uh-huh. having to like a name comes in like yo okay who is this What's <laughs> yeah. whose legal name is this <laughs> but in regards to this project I think the doors that it opened is like an internal door within like my mindset of just like yeah to expand myself to also like with this project originally it was catered to America and mm-hmm. then as we were going we we're kind of like freestyling okay let's let's get a package out to Australia mm-hmm. but I think for future episodes I learned that like it's doable and realistic to include everybody in regards to giving everybody an equal, like, yeah. full experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember you posted something on Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, kind of, like, after we, after you guys put this out, and, like, you were saying something along the lines of, like, for art directors specifically, make sure you work with only great artists. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And I just want to hear, like, your insight as to why, why you said something like that. Um, Well, I mean, one of my favorite quotes is from a movie I love called Layer Cake. Uh, And they said, um, the art of good business is being a good middleman. It's just just putting people together. Uh, And I mean, on this book, even, I put kind of you two together in the sense Mm -hmm. that you wrote the copy for the back cover. Uh, But I'm really selective about who I work with. Mm -hmm. Like, when a new project comes to me, I'll spend like a week asking questions, getting into it, to make sure that it really is something that I want to dive into. Because mm-hmm. um, you have to be really, really careful about what you're, you're associated with. Yeah, exactly, right? who you're, you're associated yeah, with. Is anybody going to fuck you over? Is anybody going to mm-hmm. put out <laughs> shitty work without yeah. asking you? Like, you know, you don't want to work with anybody like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's important to, like, you know, just fucking work with great artists, mm-hmm. and you'll put out great work. Just yeah. be selective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you feel like being more on that side of like art creation what do you mean like because like hmm. we're the ones like you're still you're still making things like don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong you're making a lot of shit but like you're not at the forefront you know yeah like how does that feel because i know you're on this like top secret shit you know yeah i like it i like i like being in the background a little bit yeah yeah because then i can kind of have my hands in a few different projects yeah and i i'm not like the forefront yeah yeah like Hadi can carry this project on his back, yeah. And I can put a lot of love and energy into it, yeah. But then I also get to step back mm-hmm. and like let somebody else fly yeah. with it. For you, a do you see yourself like being at the forefront eventually? Yeah, for yeah, sure. Definitely. Yeah, my I, think, I think with like the thing that you're talking about in regards to like going back to working with like quality artists, I think the reason why he's so comfortable being in the like the background is because. I mean, working with good artists, you're able to trust them to be in the field. I agree. You yeah. don't gotta like feel like yo, I gotta be in control type of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think for sure. that like helps you out. It goes hand in hand. Yeah. yeah. Okay, <laughs> this one's funny. <laughs> so, what kind of influence does Sean Brown have on all this? <laughs> <laughs> Too much. <laughs> uh, zero now. Zero. Zero. I'm not. So I'm following on everything. <laughs> Sean Brown, who? <laughs> I, I, no, 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 no. Um, no, I mean his work is great. Yeah, I love his work. He's definitely like one of the like personal models that I follow yeah. to sort of like structure mm-hmm. my career. Yeah. After, bro, yeah. do you remember the biggest like mental breakdown that I had because of <laughs> Sean Brown and his work, and I subconsciously kept like influencing yeah. everything that I create. Yeah. Okay, could you for people who don't know, like uh-huh. just break down like Sean Brown real quick and. All right, Sean yeah. Brown's like as of right now, he's like one of the most hard one of the hottest like he mastered the whole minimalistic style just like 
Yeah, just mm. clean. Yeah. It's, it's like, kind of hard. He'll put out the cleanest work. Yeah. He does creative direction for Daniel Caesar, mm-hmm. so all of his album covers and music videos for like the last yeah. three or four years. Um, and if I understand correctly, I think he played a part in like discovering him too. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. His, his, so like he came up, he brought yeah, him up pretty much. Yeah. He kind of like, he's he, he highlighted him. Yeah. yeah. And that's the game. That's like being selective. Yeah. yeah. You know, you you could work with five shitty artists, or you could find Daniel Caesar before anybody else has found right. Daniel Caesar. Yeah. And, and create that platform for him yeah, to be work presented. in the background to give yeah. him a boost and mm-hmm. like you know help him grow. Yeah. No, I know. To me, I don't know. A lot of the inspiration that I take away from artists are always or mostly artists from Canada. And that's so always I don't know. Subconsciously, I was always drawn to Sean Brown. He was just like one of those amazing Canada artists. Mm-hmm. And like this shit is fire. It speaks. It speaks for itself. Yeah. And this was like, I think, as of now, it's been like a year ago since I discovered him. <laughs> And just like with time, do you hate it yet? No, nah, I unfollow I, 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 I follow him on everything. Just because when I first, one thing that I realized in the process of like using Sean Brown as inspiration is like we realized that it takes a skill to learn how to take inspiration and yeah. like, when to take inspiration, mm-hmm. but yeah. it also requires a skill when to know when to disconnect from an artist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with me, it was just like even though I thought I wasn't taking inspiration from him, there'd be times where I create something and you'd be like, yo. I send it over to Blad and I'd be like so gassed. And, like, oh, and he's like, yo, do I even have to say it? Like, you see it, right? I'm like, what are you talking about? I think he's done this that is Sean Brown. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. That's, then, that's one of the tricks, though. That's one of the best things I learned, I think, in art yeah. school is that you got to steal from people and copy the people that you love yeah. Yeah. for a little bit mm-hmm. so you can learn what you're doing. Right. Yeah. And then when the time is right, you got to break out and yeah, disconnect. Yeah. And Because at the end of the day, own own no idea is a new idea. It's just a matter of like how you execute None of them. And I think every artist out there right now is literally a, like... You hate that? I do. That nothing, no new ideas? I do hate it, yeah. Yeah? yeah. Why? <laughs> because I'm... <laughs> it's an ego thing, I think. <laughs> you want to come up with something brand new? Yeah, I see, yeah, I see it. Yeah. So. But in a sense, like I said, as all individuals, we're a, like, bl- we're like a blender of just a bunch of different... Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Not even artist-wise. It could be mm-hmm. inspiration from parents and siblings yeah. and friends and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like... Oh, yeah, with him, I remember just, like, the book was almost completed. And I remember, like having to literally like think of I have, to, I have to like reconsider everything I'm just like yo maybe the whole book is a, yeah. a Sean Brown but no particular <laughs> order book and then yeah. I remember I think I came to you and then I remember yeah. you mentioned yeah Casey kind of just discovered uh, Sean Brown he's actually using him as yeah. inspiration for the book too I'm just like that's so bad yeah <laughs> like, even with my book when we were designing it uh huh Fucking Teju Cole. Yeah. He made the whole cover yeah. with Which the I image think in the middle. I had seen that one when we were in New yeah, York. Yeah, because we bought it. And subconsciously, yeah. I had it in my that's brain. That's what I'm That's, that's what it gets, gets you. Yeah, it gets in It's a subconscious. Because I don't think yeah. anyone deliberately says, oh, I'm going to copy Sean Brown or any of the artists. It's just like, you're yeah, so used nah. to seeing so much of it that like your eyes get used to. Yeah. yeah. It gets accustomed yeah. to it. I think of myself as just a machine that takes like input of information yeah. and then it scrambles around in my head for maybe a day or maybe mm-hmm. a year and then at some point like it comes it out. all comes back yeah, out you know recombined in some yeah. crazy way yeah, yeah. definitely okay as for the pandemic like how how did this shit even come about during all this you know like, you guys to the book mm-hmm. yeah like what has it been difficult navigating yeah. it at all no it kind of like everything fell into place but i remember there yeah. was a lot of stress from mine of like yeah. i remember originally like i, I mean, said probably for just for the pop-up itself huh? yeah yeah that, that's yeah, the part yeah. where a lot of the issue was it was like like i said it was never supposed to be a big old event it was supposed to be Yo, yeah, how, was that? how was that started the book we didn't even have 
Yeah, pandemic was crazy. You know what I mean? Like the that is true. Yeah. When we started this book in January, there was no pandemic. I was in school, no studio. <laughs> like shit was totally different. So it changed a lot throughout the course of the project. Yeah, yeah we kind of just like we're like freestyling. I think for the most part. Yeah. When I came back, it was just conversations of Corona, and then there was like that's when yeah. the lockdown began, and then yeah. we started questioning, okay, how's this gonna affect that? And then I remember, yeah. to me, I, I think for the most part, the book was basically already like three, four months. Yeah. Ago. There was like a few times, I think the main thing where the pandemic influenced us was there was like a few meetings where we were on Zoom yeah. for like four hours, <laughs> just like, you know, moving pictures around because yeah. we went through all the pairings. It's like 56 pictures. No, we, right now it's 56. We started with like 56. 100. There's way more. Yeah. We started with 100. So we were moving yeah. them around. You know, I think this one goes better with this one, with that one, yeah. and then we'd sleep on it. Get back on Zoom for another three hours and the next day. I would think that they're fine. And I wake up in the morning, I'm like, nah, this shit gotta go. Yeah. Rearranging it. Yeah. And, and yeah. Um, but now, in regards to the pandemic, I think, yeah, for the most part, a lot of the, the stress was, was from like originally the pop up. We're like, okay, yeah. how can we? I think I was it? trying to get you not to do it. Yeah, no, originally yeah. I was against pop up too. Yeah. I remember when Casey first proposed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, to me, I wanted to like, I wanted the whole experience to be very personal. I wanted to like hand deliver all the books to everybody. Yeah. And then Casey and them just secured the studio. And they're like, yo, why don't you throw a pop-up mm-hmm. and have people come pull up here? And I'm like, yeah. mm-hmm. and then, yeah, we're like, yo, instead of making, then I don't know, the, the whole, like, lockdown kind of eased up. The whole, like, the world started to open up a little bit. Yeah, and, and I think like, the pop-up happened, like, it was at the point where everybody was comfortable with, like, being safe on their own. Yeah, So, like, most people mm-hmm. were outside. Yeah. Everybody had masks on. At that point, everybody is, like, they know how to navigate yeah, the yeah, coronavirus definitely. world. And, mm-hmm. and even in regards to like attracting the audience, like in regards to like the marketing of it, I intentionally waited. Oh yeah, that was fire too. The, the video with Luke. Yeah, that itself was was yeah. Deep. Luke's been killing it. Like, like yeah, straight up. Luke's mm-hmm. been killing yeah. it. He almost whooped my ass yeah. for that. <laughs> also, what? He almost whooped my ass for what? <laughs> yeah, yo, when the when he sent the first edit of the video, he sent it in like a group text. He posted it. No, 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 no. It was, it was I was me and Luke and him. Yeah. And I was in looking at my phone for maybe like five minutes. I didn't see. And then I come back and they're like beefing hard. What? <laughs> it, it, wasn't, it wasn't a beef. To it me, was, like, like, you know, it's like when it's a text and it comes off like the tone yeah. is kind of wrong or whatever. He said something. It was, it was something. the first time where I didn't include like an LOL or emoji. So, so it what came did you off. say? So my whole thing was like the idea of putting a video was just like so new to me. And like, I'm not going to lie. I was very anxious. I'm just like giving the Instagram a video of me because like yeah. my whole Instagram history has been me being very like yeah. hiding behind my yeah. heart. Uh-huh. Yeah, a big part of this project was like an introduction to yeah. like me putting my who face you up. are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think the, throughout the whole project that was the only uncomfortable part. Yeah. So when he worked on the video, he, he threw us the snippet. He's like, yo, we're going to be posting this today at 6 o'clock. <laughs> I watched it and then in my mind I'm like, oh fuck, like I'm not, I, I'm not sure if I want to give this to the world. You got a little bit of stage fright. So I proposed to him, I'm like, yo, not to waste your time and not to oh waste your effort, <laughs> but I said, I said, what's the point of posting this video as like an announcement when I have a flyer that I was ready to like put out? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? <laughs> I know, but I know. So I had to hop I in the group me, message I and me, I was I like, no, 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 stick to the plan. Like, no, 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 we're not doing that. We're gonna put it out. The video's fine. No, no, I can't do that. That's a problem. We good, we good, we good. It was me just like going, I was freaking yeah. out over yeah. like everything yeah. was hitting me at that time. So I was just like losing my mind. I'm like, no, fuck this. No video, no nothing. Shit. Okay. He sounded like no, the biggest good. paragraph of just like, yo, I want you to know that I want to communicate. And I want to be transparent, but you're disrespecting me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was uh, like, fuck it, I bet six o'clock was still up. Like yeah. I said, I said, fuck it, this is me just nerves. Let me take a close chair. And the straight. reach was huge just because of that video. Yeah, I wanted, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm glad that they yeah. pressed me for it because yeah. if they didn't, like the I don't think the response would have been 
Hell no. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Yeah, I think that was the most numbers my page yeah, has ever video was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I don't know. If, that's the good thing yeah. working with niggas that are like straightforward and like very mature. Yeah. They can communicate yeah. and like be very yeah. assertive and. Yeah. It's, it's like, like petty bullshit. Yeah, it's like, yeah, like it, it's everybody comes correct, thing. handles yeah, yeah. their job, gets their shit done, and yeah. at the end is fire. Yeah. Like it's understandable. Like yeah. said, for mine, and they'll scrap if they got a script. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I was. I really thought in my head, yo, Luke gonna pull up on me, and try to catch phase right now. Oh, man. I remember right Pushed after that, we hopped on like a we hopped on a Facetime, all of us, yeah. and we were like geeking on it. We were like, yo, this video's crazy. No, first so we, good. we tried and he was like, he's like, yo, what did you expect? Like he was he was mad that we were excited at how good it was. Yeah, because he knew it was gonna be fire yeah. and we knew it was gonna be fire too but it was so impressive yeah, that it kind of blew our minds a little bit like I said a lot of this was just very new to me like I said I think to me mm-hmm. like I said I'm glad that niggas held me accountable just like yo <laughs> relax yo just breathe <laughs> and it was like let me just put my phone down and yeah no regrets though everything, yeah. everything worked out beautifully right. yeah that should turn out fire beautifully yeah for sure um alright well before you dip out Casey mm-hmm. um has it been 20 minutes already? It's been like 30, yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. Um, where can people find you? And, I mean, I guess any, any last me? words? Yeah, any, anything you want to say? Uh, yeah. Any last words? I think this any podcast is one of the most beautiful things I've ever made. It's like a nugget of warmth. It's a gem mm-hmm. in the world. And I can't wait for more episodes to come out so everybody can enjoy it. Um, the book also, Three Weeks of Being Present. Go cop that if you don't have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's the website? From me and me to you dot com. Mm-hmm. We'll link it. Uh, yeah. We'll link it in there. And if you want to find me on Instagram, it's at with a K. Casey with a K. Yep. All right. Hey, I'm mm-hmm. sad that they killed you off, but <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us. Stick to it. All right. Peace out, y'all. Peace. you a question <laughs> and don't ask me to elaborate on it okay i know promises <laughs> describe yourself for people who may not know you i think i think in the, in the most simplest form i'm a person that gets hit with ideas and then just brings them to life or finds a way to bring them to life mm-hmm. and not just creatively like in in all aspects mm-hmm. it could be day to day that sounds like a very sean brown answer oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we are oh, not going to do this. We are not going to say the SB word for I'm the rest playing, of this bro, episode. <laughs> From here on, it's a derogatory term. But yeah, I think for the most part, it's in the most simplest form. It's just, I get hit with ideas, like a thousand ideas per day, and then just figuring out which one is going to make me the richest. Yeah. <laughs> or which one's going to bring the most substance mm-hmm. to the world. Okay, what about outside of art? It's the same, it's the same thing. Yeah. Outside of art, it's literally like me waking up with an idea of Self-improvement with mm. an idea of making that current day the best day. Mm. What could I do? That, what ideas or bringing up those, bringing those ideas to life into, yeah, just to add to that day. Whether yeah. it's me figuring out what meal I'm going to eat. Mm-hmm. That's an idea. That's it starts off as an yeah. idea. Whether it's 
which friend I'm going to link with, whether it's what chore or responsibility I'm going to get done. Yeah. And then just executing it. Mm-hmm. That's a valid answer. Yeah. I like that. It's taking everything in me to not ask you, the, to not deflect the question back to No, you can do that. No, 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 no. No, I mean, it's a, it's a dialogue. It's not an interview. No, I'm saying, I'm saying it's so hard for me to not answer that question with a question. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't know, I feel I like, see. yeah, with, with when someone, I don't know, it's a very, it puts you in a very uncomfortable position to yeah. like talk about you. Yeah. And just like, I don't know, I'm still trying to figure me out what I do yeah. and who I am. And yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a question that has a real answer, you know? Well, yeah, that was the best yeah. to my ability. Okay. Hopefully, um, it paints a good picture. Let's talk about Islam and, you know, its influence on our creative endeavors, you know? Yeah. Because, like, if there's anything that brought us together, I can definitely say that it's where we aligned, you know? Yeah. And, like... We kind of live in the same land, Yeah, like, right? bringing, bringing religion and art yeah. together rather yeah, than yeah. seeing them as two separate things. Um, yeah, I think, I think that is... That is true. I, I think... Hmm. For the most part, we do not. We have not known each other for that long. No, we have. But haven't. it does feel yeah. like I've known you all my life yeah. because of the fact that I don't know. I feel like we're both living very similar lives, yeah. and we're both in the, like we're all battling the same dilemmas, the same and demons, and everything. We're all yeah. trying to figure out the same solutions, yeah. and yeah, for the most part, I feel like well, as artists, being from San Diego, also being Muslim, mm-hmm. also being from an African background, yeah. It's kind of that is true. We're we're trying to like master that middle ground of like clashing, yeah, all of them into one. Mm-hmm. So, how, like, what kind of influence does Islam have in your, I guess, artistic decisions? Then, well, in the most in the most recent um, project, I guess it was very apparent. Yeah, the whole book revolved around mm-hmm. like Saudi Arabia, and Mecca, yeah, yeah. Medina. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it wasn't like the intention behind it wasn't supposed to be a like spiritual Islamic book. Mm-hmm. To me, I wanted to keep it as like, at the end of the day, inspiration and where inspiration can be taken from is very like universal. And to me, I kind of just wanted to like, also beauty is very universal as well as so the language is very like, universally mm-hmm. spoken. And with that book, it was just like, yeah, I, even though I went for Islamic purposes, I wanted to create a product where anyone from any yeah. background, whether it's religious backgrounds or mm-hmm. ethnic ba- backgrounds, mm-hmm. yeah. where anyone can just like view it and mm-hmm. like find inspiration. Because I know like something we've talked about I guess even before that, like, yeah. it was kind of something we were both, I guess, gradually, like, leading into was, like, utilizing our art yeah. as a form of da'wah and, yeah. like, making it, you know, a way of like teaching people. Yeah, like, teaching people about Islam, Islam and, like, yeah, yeah. not because, you know, not because we're amazing Muslims or, like, yeah, we're, yeah. you know, some type of, like, preachers or anything, yeah. but it's, like, we find peace there, you know. Yeah. So might as well share that, you yeah. know, if anybody else is looking well, for peace, you know? With honestly, with the art that I create, I think my aim for all projects is always like firstly it is a form of expression, but it's also like it's me trying to capture the most honest form of expression. It's mm-hmm. not like 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 the things that I capture in my art is literally the shit that I'm living like this is my life. I'm literally That's right. I'm I'm compiling my experiences in my day-to-day life and in a sense putting that in a on a canvas or a medium where people can view it publicly and yeah like from an islam point like i said my art when i create a piece i don't really put a lot of thought into like trying to include that like representation mm-hmm. but it's just like these are the shit that a nigga is actually yeah. going through. also like, that yeah. we, were, we need to talk about representation too yeah because like 
everybody's always raving about, oh, we need representation, yeah. you know, here and here and like, you know, we need it in film, we need it in art, we need yeah. this and that. But like, but no one really wants nobody's, to. Nobody's stepping up. Yeah, yeah. You know, so with going back to like Islam and art, it's the same thing. Where it's like, mm -hmm. I don't know, in my life, what I'm trying to practice a lot more often is just like. You can't wait for handouts. You can't wait for people to Correct. create opportunities Correct. for you. You gotta go in, yeah. like squeeze your way into mm -hmm. it. Um, and the same thing with, like I said, from from an Islamic point, I can't wait around to like Netflix comes and makes a documentary about Islam and That's right. yeah. misrepresents us. We can't sit here and wait for a yeah, Rami so like, <laughs> to come along. Exactly. So for me, yeah. it's like if I'm already kind of creating a mm -hmm. a like a stage where I'm gonna be able to vocalize, like the spotlight is gonna be on me for a bit. Yeah. I might as well like vocalize it and in the way that I want best represented. Yeah. Even if it's uncomfortable, even if it's like a, in America, you know, as, as a, I, I don't want it to be in, like I said, at the end of the day, it's like, it's me being honest. It's not like with the art that I create, it's not like I'm putting up a mask of mm -hmm. like, you know, like this is yeah. what I like, this is mm -hmm. my life. I wake up. And I feel like that's a big issue because like people can easily appropriate that image. It's yeah. like they see there's a need for representation. Yep. If they can s slightly align with it, if they can wiggle their way in there, a few likes off you know, of it, yeah, then yeah. they're going to do Why that. Sprinkle it in, yeah. But it's like, now, like I said, I can't yeah. emphasize this enough. Like, this is my life. I'm literally, every, like, don't get me wrong. Like, at the end of the day, before an artist, I am a Muslim. But on top of that, it's like, like, the, the, in the work that I create, you could see the battles that I'm going through as a human, mm -hmm. as a artist, yeah. as a Muslim. The, yeah. the, 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 the clashes of the two, inter the internal dilemmas of just, yeah. like, me battling. Yeah my morals and then me battling the temptation of yeah. everything that I'm exposed to. And that's where like the whole me versus me, me versus, concept yeah, yeah, yeah. comes about, right? Yep, yep, yep. So what is, what is that exactly to you? It's like? the same thing. It's yeah. me trying to basically, mm -hmm. it's me kind of... Ex or or why, why is that, why is that, like what is the importance of that? Yeah. To the point that you felt the need to create, create something, you know, to it? create a whole like visual concept of it, you know? Okay, so for the most part, like I said, I think behind the scenes of everything that I create, what people don't ever see is like, people show you the results of like, the the goods and like the key That's shit of it. Social media, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but no one really, um, really like, express or no one really shows the the gritty side of it when a nigga is actually going through some yeah. shit or mm -hmm. when a nigga is actually like battling certain things. Mm -hmm. um, and to me, like I said, with that whole idea stemmed from just like me, and my day to day life. Like I would find myself going through my own shit and. I would just have like these internal conversations with myself of just like, yo, what do I need to get out of this? What do I, what resources or who am I waiting on for me to get me out of these yeah. low points? And then I had the realization of just like, yo, again, you can't wait on nobody to come present yeah. you with an opportunity. Mm -hmm. You got to make an internal initiative to like make that effort of yeah. getting yourself out of it. Mm -hmm. um, and with me, what the result facts, of that man. was people will people will easily turn to others yeah they're like i need to i need to talk to somebody yeah, I, need, I, need I need to find i need advice i need answers i need you people know? or like some external forces yeah. but when like, they get that yeah you know what to do with it like if somebody presents you with yeah. if somebody presents you with solutions yeah. right like here are the things you need to do yeah. they're gonna be like okay it's, thank it's you and then turn and around and like it's fun and it, easy know? to blame that you're waiting on other shit exactly. until someone actually presents you exactly then you're just exactly fuck you know and then you realize you're not actually about yep. it. So it's like I said, my whole life experiences led me to the point of just like my new pursuit in my life is creating shit that's honest, living a life that's very honest, mm -hmm. and not just with everyone else, but firstly with me. Like, 
being uncomfortably yeah. honest with me. That's the whole living um, truth concept. Literally, yes, children the truth. same, same Shout thing. out Henry. Yeah. And it's like, it's funny, because like I said, everyone is having the same realization now in the time that we're in, because it's 2020, like... 2020, yeah. Really, mm-hmm. I feel like it's just like, it wasn't... This is the real 2020 vision they was yeah, talking about. It, yeah. It, yeah. It. And it's like, like I said, to me, the realization that I had was just like, at the end of the day, I'm my biggest enemy, I'm my biggest supporter. If there's some shit that I'm not doing, I can't blame nobody else mm-hmm. but me. And if there is some shit that I am doing, mm-hmm. firstly, like, it, it falls on me. If I make that, if, if I'm willing, if I really want it, I'm going to make that step and yeah. get it done. I can't blame nobody else. I can't, like, give excuses to anything mm-hmm. else. Um, and then with time, that whole concept of me versus me kind of grew into this bigger thing of just, like, it made me aware of, like, the binaries of life, of just, like, the two extremes. Yeah. And how if you're on both ends of the extreme, you're always going to fail. Yeah. And like this pursuit of trying to find the balance in my whole Moderation, life. Yeah. The mm-hmm. balance of just like me being a Muslim, mm-hmm. but also me being American. Mm-hmm. Me being, you know, just like a very positive person. Uh-huh. But then at times me being the saddest nigga in the world. You yeah. know, just like that pursuit of that balance, that moderation. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, it's a self-study. That's, that's what whole me versus me is. It's a self-study. Yeah. For me to be the best version of myself mm-hmm. and with me being the best version of myself that allows me to give everyone that deals with me the best experience you know yeah. would you say it's like it's helping you figure oh, those things out definitely yeah. definitely i think i think for the first time in my entire life i could confidently say that like i feel very good i'm, yeah. I'm in a very good space because it's a matter of like owning up to that shit. Yeah, when you do it publicly yeah. you're held to like a like a higher responsibility yeah, like yeah, you yeah. know like I said, it's are, honest. It's, it's it self seems accountability. like people are holding you accountable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. self accountability, and it's like nobody can tell you mm-hmm. shit. Like, so someone tries to point out the shit that you're doing, but it's like I already know what I'm Like, you know, yeah. Your ten steps. You don't. You're not waiting on anybody else to come and point out mm-hmm. the scorpion on your back because yeah. you're already assessing yourself and you're aware of all the flaws or all the problems or That's all right. the the shit that. That's right. You know? It's like that quote. Yeah. Uh, that I wrote. Um, yeah. Do you remember what it was? What shit. What was it? In the book? Nah, I was when I was posting all that stuff on Instagram. Remember the <sighs> yeah the black yellow ones? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Let me yeah. think about it. I'm not gonna said, lie, uh, I do not remember it. <laughs> uh-huh. But you remember what I'm? Which one I'm talking about? I think so. The, the one, one that was your background, your your wallpaper. Oh, facts, facts, Let facts, facts, facts. I got it. One can always read confliction in the faces of those who wish not to confront themselves. Yep. Yep. And I think, like I said, I feel like that's the new norm, right? Like, I feel like, or America specifically, so fast-paced that, like, it never leaves room for you to address your own conflicts. Yeah. And, and, and that's why that's why we're trying to get up out of here, right? even if you are huh? presented with time yeah. to do it, people are quick to, like, ah, right. nah, let me find something else. Ah, I'm not trying to do that right now. Yeah. It's just, like, it's a scary thing to do, mm-hmm. you know? And I think the, the most, like, impactful thing about this whole book was it was that. I was... I was running away from my problems in my city. Every shit, everything that I was going through, I was trying to run away from it. Yeah. Left everything behind, left friends and work and school and all the stresses to put myself in a position where it's like literally me, myself, my creator, and my family mm-hmm. and my camera. Yeah. And through that time, I realized I had no internet. I had no mm-hmm. distractions. Yeah. I had no choice but to deal with all my problems. Mm-hmm. And through that, I realized no matter where you are, until like the problem that you always want to blame your surrounding on, it's internally. And yeah, until yeah, you're ready to deal you, with that, 
you take yourself everywhere you go. You could be on yeah. the fucking moon if you want. You're still going to have your issues. <laughs> still going to be simping. Yeah, you're still going to be simping. You're still going to be just, you know. So I wasn't simping, though. Nah, never that, never that. I was not simping. But, but like I said, yeah, to me, like I said, that's, and, and I'm glad it's very uncomfortable at the first, like the first few steps is hella uncomfortable. Yeah. But like I said, the, 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 the treat at the end of it or the, the mm-hmm. reward is like yeah. true liberation. I, screen, I screenshotted a little poem uh, off of Instagram yesterday. It said, for a star to be born, there's one thing that must happen. It's darkness. A gaseous nebula must collapse. <laughs> so collapse, crumble. This is not your destruction. This is your birth. Yes, sir. You know? Yes, sir. That's facts. That's, that's exactly what it is. Okay, would you say then that, you know, that, I guess that process of, you know, facing yourself yeah. and I guess separating yourself from the confusion of the world is easier outside of America? Um, for me, it was. Yeah. Just because, like I said, America is very fast-paced. You wake up and... You're not even here great. in San Diego, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You would think it's a very like yeah. vacation space where mm-hmm. it's like palm trees. And, and I'm over here trying to move to New York. Shit. I don't get me wrong, it is, but at the same time, it's like I feel like the the construct of just like how America is set up is just like yeah. if you're not stressing about the stresses of school and your major and your degree, then you're stressing about your nine to five. And if you're not stressing about your nine to five, then you're sure, stressing man. about there's always yeah. there's always something to keep it's your mind something occupied. else. Yeah, yeah, that like. Your surrounding is just set up to just throw things at you. Yeah. Um, and don't get me wrong. Like I said, you can still find liberation in America, and you can find a way to, like, not get distracted by yeah. all the things. And mm-hmm. that's what I realized. Like I said, I stepped away from everything. With my time being out there, if I'm in, in, in my time out there, you realize what matters. And it was literally just, like, me, my family, my religion, mm-hmm. and my art. And yeah. it's, like, people out there are not worried about yeah, the stresses yeah. that we're about mm-hmm. here. Niggas are worried about mortgages and nine-to-fives and diets mm-hmm. it's like out there all they care about is food on the table and yeah. a, plate, a roof over their head mm-hmm. kind of it humbles you it grounds yeah. you um returning to like the whole representation thing yeah um like growing up in the east right city heights yeah how has that experience been like coming up you know slowly as an artist and like i guess seeing the seeing the effect it has on the community if that makes sense, like, it's because, like, rewarding. Prime prime example is like Henry Show, right? Yeah. Uh, Drive by, say hi. When that shit happened, how many niggas did we see pick up a camera after that? Oh, you definitely. Know? The influences were very exactly. Very apparent. So like, I mean, we might see a day where somebody makes a, another mural, you know? Yeah. And it's like, how does it feel having that? I don't want to say power, but it is, but the, you know? It's like a responsibility. It is, yeah, it is. It is definitely a responsibility. And I think, I don't know, it's, it's exciting. That, that's what allows me to be very motivated in, yeah. like, doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. In San Diego, like I said, East Diego is what's, like, dominantly highlighted in regards to, like, the Somali community. And it's, yeah. like, it's the ghetto. It's the hood. It's not yeah. a very, like, mm-hmm. good space. Um, yeah. And to me, being, like, born and raised here, and like me being in the fields of also the fact that we're down the street from your house yeah, right now exactly. at KC Studio. We're having a studio in the middle yeah. of the east. Um, like I said, there definitely is a responsibility, and it's, it's exciting. Yeah. Um, to me, like what gives me that extra push to like continue to what I'm doing is the fact that like you only are watching, you know. And mm-hmm. if it's not if it's not niggas that are watching, the youth are watching, yeah. and your little siblings are watching. Yeah. Um, and to me, it's just like when I first started doing art, it wasn't the most like. Yeah. Not gonna lie, it was a very I was I was very insecure about doing art. It yeah. wasn't like 
there's there's gangbangers and there's niggas drug yeah, dealing, niggas yeah. shooting each other, and there's me yeah. shooting f- uh, photos, and it's just like, Sadiq like I said, <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was like yeah. an insult. Oh, you're that yeah. little artsy nigga, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like. At first, it was. There was a time where you get clowned for that shit. Yeah, why not? You were definitely getting. Now it's impossible to get clowned. But to me, like I said, looking back at it, it's just like that's that's everyone's response to what's new when when it's the first time you're being observed something that's new or exposed to it. Then Mm -hmm. you don't know how to respond to it, and that's just like their way of responding to it. Does it ever feel like a burden? No, definitely. I'm having fun doing this, fam. Um, And then also with like the whole mural thing, it was like for me to be for me to on on a big scale for Mm -hmm. me to like present or execute something. Where like the whole city seen it and recognize yeah. it, mm-hmm. I guess just give some insight as to what the mural represents. So basically, real quick. yeah, the mural is a representation mm-hmm. of like. First off, it's in the heart of East Diego, where it's like the pretty much the heart of San Diego, really. In a sense, yeah, yeah it's like the most cultural, yeah, like epicenter mm-hmm. of the city, and it's known as like Little Somalia, mm-hmm. and yeah, for for the most part, like I said, the, I was presented with like an opportunity to yeah. do a mural, mm-hmm. with no prior mural experience. Yeah. Um, and to me, it was like, yo, if I'm being presented with this, like, spotlight, why not use this opportunity to, like, represent, representation? Mm-hmm. So I included all the highlights of all the things that make Somalia, Somalia, mm-hmm. what makes the country the country. Mm-hmm. So it's a mural that goes, that starts with, like, a blue sky, Somali star. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a, it was subliminal. It was supposed to be the Somali flag, but my name, Hadi, also translates to, like, guidance. And mm. stars are also a form of mm. guidance. Fire. Um, so it was. It was supposed to be. And on top of that, Illuma Hadi, with like an illuminating. That's fire. I didn't Hadi. know that shit. Yeah. It, it was. It was like. It yeah. was that deep. Uh-huh. It was supposed to be <laughs> a radiating star. Yeah. That that that. It was me, Hadi, and then the Somali flag, transitions into some white doves to signify unity and peace. Mm-hmm. Then it then it transitions into a Somali girl in like a hijab, a mm. yellow hijab, which was a. There was a photo shoot that Fahad did, my brother, I like, remember that, like, yeah. two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. And in a sense, I want to like ex- include his piece in there. Yeah. And then it transitions into a desert, a night sky, Somali old man with a red beard, mm-hmm. camels. And then there is, yeah. there is a like oasis. Mm-hmm. And through the oasis, it transitions into these two big hands that have like henna all over it. And yeah, for the most part, it's a, it's a big wall. It's a big ass wall. Yeah, it goes yeah. down the whole block. Yeah. Um, and at the time, the reason why they had the intention of putting the mural up was like, um, that street is a very hot street. Niggas kept getting hit by cars. Oh, yeah. So our intention was if you put an art piece up there, not only do I get to showcase me, my city, but on top of that, slow it'll also serve as like, yeah. yeah, niggas can slow down to see the art mm-hmm. instead of like zooming, yeah. running niggas over. That's really smart. Yeah. You know, it's like Super city, city like city planning. Yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah. It's real interesting how they think nah, about definitely. shit like that, you know? Because yeah, yeah. there's a lot of stuff that, you know, we may we may just be living just in it. Look, yeah, you know? just look over. You but look at. There's a lot of planning that goes into yeah. that shit. There was it was so funny because there was this whole conversation that started at the time, of like, City Heights is the ghetto, but it's starting to slowly get gentrified by white niggas. Yeah, and niggas were like, "Yo, murals are always a first sign of gentrification. Why are you feeding into it?" Murals. <laughs> yeah, they, they said, "Why are you feeding into it?" And to me, it's like, "Yo, yeah. I live here. This is my yeah. block." And I said, it "Whether makes you, more sense." Yes, yeah, I said, "Whether you want the hood to be gentrified or what not, the hell? if it happens, it's gonna happen." Yeah. But if anything, I would rather be a person that's like, as a person that lives here, yeah. I would rather be the person throwing up a mural than the day they paint over that shit. Then you could talk. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And like I said, it, it's. I think, like I said, I've accepted the fact that we're still in the ghetto. Yeah. And like every other day gets tagged by like mm-hmm. gang signs, but. Yeah. The shit. The, the city shows up for me. They always come mm-hmm. and cover it up um, if I'm too lazy to. 
You got any stories? In, in, the, in the city? In City Heights, yeah. Oh, definitely. this place, just like tell, I said, tell the story. Come on. The idea Anything. is fun. It's fun to like yeah. tag that. There's that. There's that. There's that famous. Um, there's that famous uh, handle. Oh, not. A, it's a location handle on IG, where people come to the city and they take a photo in East Dago and they put somewhere in East Dago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, that's keep in mind, half of the niggas that do that live in gated communities. <laughs> they don't live with, like, the fucking... It's, it's ghetto hour. It's crazy hour. Yeah. Literally, like, two, three nights ago, I was literally... It was, like, what, 2 a.m., came off work. Um, I just... I, I, if I was outside for, like, five... If I was... If I lingered in my car for, like, five more minutes, I would have yeah. been caught up in the middle of, like, a crossfire. Pulled up, went into my house, like, freshened up, jumped in my bed, trying to go to sleep. Literally, like, the second I closed my eyes... I'm like abruptly awoken up by like a like a screech. I think I think the, I think the car crashed. Yeah. Keep in mind it's like pitch black outside, but my house is like the only house is like two stories in the whole street, so I can see the whole like road. Mm-hmm. And this guy comes out of his whip. I'm like I'm peeking, looking through the Yo. window. Like, from, it's front row seats, so yeah. like a movie. Fam. I'm looking. This nigga comes out. I couldn't tell if he was shooting or if he was getting shot at. Yeah. But it was just a bunch of gunfire, and this nigga ran out from behind his whip, hid. Shot back a few times, then like literally hopped in and just skirted off. And keep on, like I, I was, I was asleep for like a minute or two. I just yeah. woke up and all this shit is yeah. just like. So you see that shit happen and then just. Go yeah, back to I, sleep. I literally <laughs> like, just another night. Let <laughs> me just go back. To sleep. And then like two minutes later, I remember I, I, I was woken up again by the cops. The cops put up and they're oh just casually God. having a conversation, looking for shells on the floor and yeah. just like. You know, I actually have a similar story. Uh, I guess it was. It didn't end as happy though, you know. Like it didn't end as niggas cool. Got shot. Yeah, yeah, niggas, niggas got, got shot. No, nah, I didn't see anybody, but um, I was because like you. Sometimes you hear gunshots, uh, but you're just like, nah, you it's, fireworks. it's fireworks, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know. And like that would always happen in my neighborhood. Yeah. And uh, well, you were a P a PH. Yeah, yeah. So this one night, about what, like a little over a year ago, yeah. um, I was just chilling in in the living room, just like yeah. doing homework, like probably like 11 p.m. And then I heard, I heard like a, a I heard like a gunshot. Yeah. You know, I don't know, I don't remember if it was a few, but I heard gunshots. It was loud. And then right after I heard like a car screech, screech yeah. like loud as hell. Yeah. And then I didn't know what to do because it's like it's, it was on the other block, yeah. so like I couldn't see if I looked out the window. Yeah. And I was just like. You're contemplating. I was you just like, mind your business. What do I do? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's probably fireworks, you know. Yeah. I couldn't explain the screech, you know. Yeah. I'm just like, it is what I don't it know, is, to, right? To nah, me, but look. Yeah. Next morning, I wake up. I'm going to school, and then there's ambulance yeah. like everywhere, you know, and like they got the shit blocked Yellow off. Tape. And like I have forgotten that I heard that shit last night, yeah. so I was just like, some shit happened to somebody, you know. Fireworks. And then. <laughs> So I went to school, came home, and then I find out there was a 19-year-old kid Jeez. got chased down by some niggas, yeah. and they shot him dead in the street. With, like, what, gang litter or something? Yeah, I have no idea, bro. Bro, it's crazy. Huh? That, to me, like I said, it, it teaches me to just, like, mind my own business. Because, like yeah. I said, at the end of the day, I'm not going to lie, there's times where I'd be moving reckless. Like, I'd be coming home late, yeah. and I'd just, like, be chilling in my car. Yeah. Then, like, a shootout happens, like, the day after, and I'm reminded, like, yo, I'm in the East, I got I to gotta move carefully. Yeah. Like I gotta be responsible. Hey, really? You never know, though, man. Fam, there's nights where I just be pulling up to the east, and I'm just be chilling in my car, listening to some like album or some shit. And there's like just niggas fighting, <laughs> niggas getting kidnapped. There was one night, and then they get kidnapped. And yeah. I'm just like sitting there, like, yo, that's crazy. 
Are you serious? Yeah, it's like a van pulled up, fam, and this nigga's like, there's like five niggas rolling deep, whooped this nigga's ass in the alley, picked him up, and just threw him inside a black whip and just scared off. And I'm just like, damn. That's I remember crazy. once I, <laughs> I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> nah, there's just one thing I always remember. I was dropping Fahad off at your house, and <laughs> we're driving down we're driving, uh, Winona, and then there's homeless niggas. Yeah. They got a live fire. <laughs> Bro, on the sidewalk, bro. Fucking they use one of the like grass pits. It's fucking Gotham City. They got that bro. shit on fire. They're just it's sitting like, around it. The, the homeless niggas, they, they run the show here. Like, yeah. They do their own. And I, the cops don't even care. Like, there's yeah. literally a conspiracy theory that like half the homeless niggas here are undercover cops. That niggas just like just mm-hmm. get dropped off. Yeah. They pull a shift. Because in the morning, you hear them yelling all night. In the morning, they vanish. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, these niggas really pulling pull nine to fives, bro. Oh, my like God. I said, I don't know. It, it, it's cool because, like I said, not to glorify it, but it shows character. You're in the heart yeah. of, like, yeah. I, I don't no, think man, I could there's, imagine. There's so much culture. Here. Yeah, there's like, definitely yeah. culture in here. And I, I mean, I've, I, I grew up in PH, but I, yeah, I grew yeah. up here. You feel me? Like, I, I can't imagine I myself, like, in, in a fucking, yeah. like, suburb area where yeah. it's, like, it's quiet. Like, no, nah, keep in mind, like, North Park is down the street. Yeah. Like, Hillcrest, like, El Cajon yeah, Boulevard is just right here, you know? Like I said, after a while, you get used to it. You get used to it. It's so funny because I had cousins over during Ramadan that yeah. were here from, they live in, I think, like, Spring Valley. And like they're in, they live in the in the posh area of like Spring Valley, and they're like breaking fast with this is yeah. a lot of time. And mm-hmm. literally, there's, there's a shootout literally like, and it wasn't just like an, it was niggas was shooting fully automatic weapons and shit. Like it was a war zone out there, and it was funny because like my mom might have they're just casually continuing eating and like everyone <laughs> else was like so shocked like yo yeah. y'all used to, like what the fuck yeah. like what? <laughs> but like I said, you get used to it. you get used to the sirens, you get used to the homeless niggas yelling, you get used to dogs barking. Yeah. And, like I said, at the end of the day, the East is, I'm his home, you know? Mm-hmm. The culture is there, the food is there. It's, it's literally a little Somalia. I think a lot of people gravitate towards it because of that as well. Like, Eid it actually feels like you're in a Muslim country. Yeah, you, yeah, hear the, you hear the Adhan, mm-hmm. the all five yeah. prayers, you hear the Dikr, you hear like, yeah. it's fire. Especially Jummahs on Fridays. Mm-hmm. You see the culture of just also like. that, you live down the street from the Muslim. Yeah. yeah. The whole street is flooded with just like people wearing white thobes and yeah. fire. Damn, fire, bro, fire. I miss that. I miss that too. City's been closed. Masjid has been closed. Man, it used to be just Friday, go pray, link up, uh, go get food. Remember the lockdown first happened? Mm-hmm. And we're, we're all fighting this internal dilemma. We're just like, what the fuck do we do? Like, our environments are just like Friday with no masjid, fam. Yeah. Like, we're so used to, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now for we're what, used like 20 something years? Every Friday, you're yeah. at the masjid with, with, with friends and yeah. you pray, and then y'all grab food afterwards. Yeah. And to see that, that just like gets abruptly closed. Yeah. That shit was wild. That's facts, man. How'd you how'd you manage to like cope with that? How are you currently coping with that? Right now? With like not just the lockdown, but yeah. with everything that you're normally doing. Yeah. Coming to a halt. I've become a workaholic. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Like it's wake up. I just get straight to work. Like writing and then whatever the next project is, I'm working on that and then I go to sleep <laughs> after. I remember one of the first early conversations that we had when everything like got shut down and yeah. yo, you were losing your mind. I was losing my mind. I remember that. I remember that shit. Yeah. Yo, yeah, you were losing it. I'm what like, did you remember from that conversation? Bro, what made it worse was that Nick. There was a there was someone one of our other friends that kept like adding to it. He kept giving you like all these crazy. Ah, uh, yes, the conspiracy nigga. Yeah, yo, fucking. We gonna call him out? Rona. No, we gonna call him nah, we're not gonna call him out. <laughs> I, I've been on a break, man. I need. I ran, I I need I ran into him, right? Also that yeah. he's been quiet. 
That's good because the numbers of COVID nah, are all, all the niggas that huh? were saying Corona's fake yeah. are quiet now, and that's good. But I remember just like I remember having I remember yeah. one vivid conversation that we had. It was like a FaceTime, and it was just yeah. like you could just hear in your phone and like in your voice. There was just yeah, so much bro. distress of just like holy fuck. I don't know what the hell the happened, ending. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> but. No, I'm no, glad you guys should I, I, cut, I cut that nigga off. I remember he texted me. He, he called me one time <laughs> after after all that shit happened. And uh, I didn't answer, and he just texted me. He's like, yo, I just wanted to say what's up, bro. No, 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 I'm like, no, nah, nah, man, I'm not, nah, I'm not nah, entertaining nah, that nah, shit. Because nah. niggas will get into your mind, bro. Well, that shit takes a toll on you. Huh? It, it could be jokes, yeah. but well, like, it takes a toll yeah. on your mind. Like, I remember running into him, yeah. and it was like the beginning of all this shit. Yeah. I'm like wearing gloves. I got a mask <laughs> on. This nigga's doing laundry at yeah. the at the laundromat, right? Yeah, yeah. And he ain't got shit on. He's just wearing like yeah. normal everyday, normal shit. everyday shit. Yeah. No mask. He's like, nigga, you wearing a mask? Like he was clowning, right? He was like, yeah. yeah, you wearing a mask? And then he's over here like sending me like these, these like these, articles, these yeah. brazy videos <laughs> that are just like horrible quality, like weird ass interviews. No, 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 no. And like. Bro, people don't. A lot of people don't realize, mm-hmm. but like I said, the niggas that you're around make or break you. They make, they yeah. they create your mindset, fam. Yeah. And like I said, that's right. When when this was happening, I'm not gonna lie. For me, it was very hard to not spiral down yeah. that like rabbit yeah. hole of just like, yo, mm-hmm. what the fuck's happening? Mm-hmm. The world's ending. Also, I kind of like put myself in that hole too, cause yeah. like, if you remember, every time he would call me, I would I'd be in like my garage, yeah. and I was just like. I'm, I was stuck in there. It's just, kind of fun to entertain uh-huh. it sometimes, but like I said, if you're not yeah. if you're not at a very like solid state, then yeah. it's so easy to get lost. Yeah, and I did. Yeah, you just go straight. I down lost it, bro. Yeah. Nah, I can't do that. Like I said, yeah. I have a very gentle mental fam, and <laughs> he was he was a, like I said for me at first when this happened, I was fighting. It took everything in me to like not lose it, mm-hmm. and then when I realized there was niggas like that, they were like adding to. It. I'm like, yo, okay, let me take a step back from yeah. everybody. Mm-hmm. Let me like let me reconstruct my yeah. mindset. Just so like, how yo, you how you been doing that? Yeah, I'm good. Like I said. It, it, it's so weird because like I always talk about this like this internal battle of like me trying to find peace in my mm-hmm. own self yeah and I've been I've been like I've been on this pursuit for like years but the one time that I feel like I'm actually in a good place the world's in, in a super shit state that's crazy right and it was like I don't, I don't think it's just you though it was, like, I really think it's for a lot of people it was, that's the liberation that comes with the seclusion of yeah, like yeah, everybody yeah. stopping right. and taking a mm-hmm. for me like I said for me it was cool because I got a head start I went to Saudi and, and like that's right the, the experience of a lockdown started mm-hmm. there with me because like yeah. I said I was stripped away from work school mm-hmm. when I came back I kind of walked into an extension of the lockdown mm-hmm. um, but like I said that was a result everybody realized that at the end of it there's going to be that like liberation where it's like for the first time ever everybody's going to stop and like reflect and yeah. be present. Mm-hmm. That's what the whole thing was about. And what perfect timing! That was beautiful timing. Yeah, it was beautiful timing. That's just like crazy. I, said, yeah. I don't know how many times I gotta like go through shit for me to like, for me to be reminded to just trust the timing. Of shit, yeah, right? like it's, it's, that's it's, right. It, that goes for art because, like I said, Casey didn't mention all the times where I was yeah. losing my mind. Like I would. Hit I mean, him up. think about this, like Casey's situation too. Yeah. Like, the studio just popped up exactly and i remember like months before he'd just yeah. be like man imagine if we just got a studio like in yeah. downtown this and that like we could yeah, have yeah. this spot to work but like i said it, it, this shit just came about with no with planning. the idea of like learning trust it, it, it branches under the the self-study of like avoiding the binaries and finding that middle ground yeah because like i said at the, even if you're on the end of like the two extremes of if you're very nonchalant and you're not doing anything and you're telling yourself, yeah, I'm going to just trust the timing of, every, of everything, yeah, you gotta be working nothing's going to happen. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're, 
if you're stressing about every little thing and you're like trying to like control everything, mm-hmm. same shit. Shit's not gonna happen. You yeah. gotta like you gotta do your part, and then the rest is just mm-hmm. like yo, leave it to God, fam. Trust the timing of it. I, I just joined a uh, a book club with this nigga uh, Mac McKenzie. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, Micah. Uh, and we're reading this book, and I wrote this quote down because I knew this would come up, right? Yeah. So it says, uh, we cannot calculate and count. Or Hold on. I'm going to go back. So in the letter, he's talking about how to be an artist, right? Yeah. So it says, we cannot calculate and count to grow and ripen like a tree which does not hurry the flow of its sap and stands at ease in the spring gales without fearing that no summer may follow. It will come, but it comes only to those who are patient, who are simply there in their vast, quiet tranquility as if eternity lay before them. And he goes on to say, basically, like, patience is everything. You yeah, know? Art is patience. Yeah. Like, literally, being an artist is being patient. Yeah. But patience is an art form. If you can master that, then you're an artist. That's right. And like, like I said, and, and you can't be patient without trust. Because mm-hmm. what allows you to be patient in something is you're aware of, you trust the end result of it. You know yeah. it's going to be straight, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and that's something that I learned from like a Dean point. It was, it was talking about in a time where like you can't, um, it's impossible to put your trust in Allah if, you don't, if you're not patient mm-hmm. with like the timing of Allah, that's you right. know? Because mm-hmm. with, you, with you saying that I trust him, it's you committing, like you're fully committing to the fact that, yo, matters is in your hands. Mm-hmm. You know what time... You know the timing, what, what timing is best for me? Yeah. Handle that, you mm-hmm. know? And it's the same, like, blueprint for, for art, for Facts. everything. And I think this, the book project was the first project where I tried to let everything just play out yeah. on its own. There were still times where I was losing it, but I would have to always remind myself, like, yo, relax. Yeah. Just, like, cool it, breathe, mm-hmm. like, relax. Yeah. But, I mean, that's not the only example of when shit just worked Lines out up, smoothly, right? you know? Like... Hold on, okay. There's multiple instances we could talk about, right? Where it's scary almost, right? Where it's like... It is. Shit lines up to the point where it's like, yo, this is almost too good. Like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. And if you were to try to explain it to someone else, it almost seems like you're crazy. You seem crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. One example. I mean, Henry's show, right? I mean, on our part, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even that, bro. I guess our, like... I don't want to say reunion, but our it's meeting. like our meeting, you yeah, know, yeah, like like us coming together. When we together. first met. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like even that in itself. Yeah, like uh, it was at a time where I desperately needed like, you know, like Muslim artist counterparts, you know, yeah, yeah. that I ain't know where to look for that. Yeah. I ain't know how to. Just because I, I was even know if it was possible. Right? Yeah, I just knew yeah, yeah. I want. I just knew I needed that, right? Yeah, yeah. And like, you just popped up it was yeah. around the, like that around the same time i was like praying for that yeah. you popped up did the mural we let we talked over instagram this and that and then first time first time we went was at the event, the event yeah, yeah. but then yeah, for the me, real, it was the same, the, it was yeah. the same thing though because like yeah. i said from my end it was, I was my life was also taking this like very new turn because yeah prior to the to that mural or even the event that was done prior to that mm-hmm. i was homeschooled for like basically my whole life that's wild so I was never used. I was never used to like being in the public of like people. For the most part, San Diego is small and everybody knows each other. Mm-hmm. But everybody knows each other because they all went to school together. Yeah. But like I said, I was homeschooled. I didn't yeah. know. I was basically living in the city, in the heart of the city. Yeah. But everybody knew me only from the internet. Yeah. And it's like when that opportunity of putting together that poetry event came up, mm-hmm. I put it together. For me, 
I was commissioned. I was getting paid to do. It. I didn't. I did not care much about yeah. poetry at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, at the time. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, the opportunities came up. They're like, "Yo, fine, artist, we'll pay and everything." Yeah. But put it together. Mm-hmm. And I remember I tweeted. I was like, "Yo, yeah. whoever whoever wants to make easy hundred bucks, mm-hmm. like hit me up. Yeah. It was like three slots." And I remember that was the first time that yeah, you hit me up. Yeah, but I don't know if you know Henry was the one that sent me that. Yeah. Yeah. So he's the one that told me to hit you up. And yeah, then, yeah. But then I remember after like, mm-hmm. you came, yeah, after we had that long ended, conversation. Yeah, yeah, but it was like mm-hmm. it was it was we had a conversation with no intent of like where do we go from after. Yeah, it was just yeah. like yo, have a conversation. Mm-hmm. I right, bet have a good yeah. night. And, and then, then that led to the mural, the show, the mural. The mural was after the. I'm talking about Henry's show, bro. Oh, fact, fact, fact. The meeting at at my office in state. Yeah, yeah, but I'm talking yeah. about like before that show. I think like. Then it was a mural. That's when like everything became more like even Henry. Before that, I didn't really know Henry. Like yeah. I knew him from socials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I remember when I was doing the mural, he came out one day. Mm-hmm. Like we had a brief conversation. And then I remember, yeah, one day I was just chilling on a Friday night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I see miss mm-hmm. call from Bigness and still Henry. I'm like, yo, what? <laughs> what the fuck? What yeah. did they want? Yeah. And then yeah. I got recruited. You're like, you're like yo, yeah. slide. His address, <laughs> bro. No questions asked. I said, yeah. bet. Like, let's see what this is about. Yeah. But man, I'm glad that I walked into it blindly because, mm-hmm. like I said, I think that was the first. That's the foundation yeah. for and then that show the that, that show came together way Beautiful. too way too easily yeah, yeah. and then it Almost just happened it just true. yeah it just happened to be that yeah Henry was dipping out right yeah. after like literally well, not I'm even a, a month later like uh, yeah. he just moved he casually just like casually like he, what, he hey, didn't plan on it he didn't yeah, yeah. anticipate it yeah. and he'd been trying to put that show together for like three years yeah. you know that's that's what I'm hearing I think when when I was in that room with you guys that was the first time I was ever hearing about the project yeah. yeah. And then y'all mentioned, yeah, this is like we're trying to bring this together for the past, like, God knows when. Wow, wow. And then, yeah, our whole emphasis was on, like, yo, if you guys are able to execute, then mm-hmm. let's get it done. And then everything worked in our favor, literally. The venue yeah. in, in, in City Heights, fam, like, that's unspoken of. Yeah. Um, just, like, the execution of it, the fact mm-hmm. that it was two days, yeah. the numbers of how many people showed out. I mean, it was fire. Facts. It was a fire event. Um, okay, before we go off to break... I want you to tell the story of how the, how the mural came about, like, you know, like the first one. Yeah. It, it was similar mm-hmm. to, okay, so going back to when I met you at that poetry event, mm-hmm. uh, through those, like, what, I think in the span of, like, four or five months, there was, I got commissioned to, to put together three, four events. Yeah. Um, and those events were events that were showcasing artists in the city. Um, and one that I did was in August. It was at Balboa Museum, the Minga Museum. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I when I accepted that offer, I told I like I fully accepted it. But my only demand was that I don't want to host it. Like I don't like being in front of an yeah. audience. So mm-hmm. I said, Yo, I'm down to do everything. Yeah. I'll supply you guys with the artist. I'll, I'll I'll put together this space, uh-huh. but I'm not hosting. You guys gotta find your own host. Um, and then everybody <laughs> on the team was like, Nah. Trash. Like, yeah, everyone on the team was like, Nah. Like now nah, you have to host. Like, yeah. What are you doing? How you gonna how you gonna put together a whole yeah, bro. thing, but you're gonna abort putting the cherry on top? <laughs> so I was like, nah, fuck it, I'm not doing it. I don't care what y'all say, I'm not doing it. Um, What's the reasoning? I don't understand. Fam, I like well, at the time. Now I got used to it, but yeah. at the time, the, like I said, the idea of like being in the public yeah. just fucking petrified. I know, but like, um, for what reason? Like, I just what I was not used to, fear? fam. Like, I was I'm so used to living in my own little world, okay, with okay. myself yeah. in my house, my room, and just like producing yeah, yeah, yeah. art, and then. What you mean to tell me that I'm gonna have to go and talk in front of everybody? <laughs> Fuck no, fam, yeah. I'm not doing it. And then, yeah, then what happened was everything was sorted. I got a host. I told him I'll pay you this is this. 
let's, let's run it up. Okay. Literally, two days prior to it, something comes up and he says, nah, I can't, like, wow. uh, something came up, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. So I was, literally, they threw me in, I had no choice but to be the host. So I accepted, I was like, fuck it, like, at the end of the day, this is a learning, like, curve, this is mm-hmm. a, this is a, it's uncomfortable, it's new, it's scary, yeah. but I know that, like, at the end of the day, as an artist, I'm gonna have to get used to being very, mm-hmm. like, vocal and yeah. being direct and mm-hmm. talking and being, like, in the public. Um, so I accepted it. And, like, looking back at it, it was one of those examples where I should have just trusted it because then the doors that that opportunity opened was, like, crazy. Because mm-hmm. after that event, um, the timing of it. Yeah, that was it. Like, yeah, literally. That was, that, a that was the first. Yeah, yeah, that opened the door for literally this, everything. For me like, to be, I would not be here if yeah. I was not the host yeah. that night. Mm-hmm. Um, and even the timing of it. The timing of the event was scheduled in a manner where, like, at a time frame, everything was supposed to be very tedious. Yeah. But... Everyone that went up there like performed for a time that they for a lot shorter yeah. than the time that they said they were, mm-hmm. and again that was also one of those examples where I got to learn to just trust timing, fam. Yeah, I was I was losing my mind up there. I'm like, fuck, all these guys are performing for a shorter time. There's a whole like 30 minute window. What the fuck is it? like? What am I gonna do? So towards the end of the show, I realized I'm gonna improvise. I'm gonna act like it was very intentional, yeah. and that we left this time for the audience or the yeah the audience to like network. Um, and that's what happened. I, the event ended. Thanked everyone. I said, "Yo, everybody, use this time, have dialogue, have conversation, talk to the people." Mm-hmm. And yeah, in the middle of me talking to people, some lady approached me, Anastasia. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out Anastasia. Yeah, shout out Anastasia, fam. Big love. Um, for real. She pulled up and she's like, "Yo, she got um, she like basically got me my job at the, at fam, the gallery I'm right now, you, bro." She's a blessing, fam. Yeah. Shout out Anastasia. I, yeah. If you end up listening to this, fam, like, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm grateful for, for you. Um, but yeah, she pulled up and she's like, yo, um, she said we went to multiple different states. We went to Minnesota. We went to all these like, like we went to all these cities yeah. trying to source out a Somali artist that mm-hmm. we could fund to put together a mural. Mm-hmm. Would you know anyone since this is a like center where all these yeah. artists are there now? And I was like, and to, okay, to backtrack, two, three months prior to that, I was in New Mexico um, for like a weekend, some type of like panel. And I remember when I was, I remember, I remember on my flight back or before my flight back, I was driving to the airport and that city for some reason has hella murals everywhere. And I remember telling myself, all right, like what? In the city, everyone's doing fashion right now. Everybody's doing Instagram art. Everybody's doing photography. Mm-hmm. What's that one fact that like yeah, nobody's Instagram doing? Instagram art, I think. Yeah, everybody's doing Instagram <laughs> art. I was like, what's that one thing that, that's like, that nobody's doing yet? Yeah. I'm like, yo, a mural, like the city, imagine like, Nobody's doing a mural. Yeah. I don't keep in mind. I don't know how, where the fuck to start from. I don't know who to contact. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the budget would be like. Yeah. But I remember at that like I was I was about to board my flight and I made the intention of like yo, I'm gonna figure out a way to, to do a mural in the city. Mm-hmm. This was two months prior to that event. Fast forward to August at the end of that event, Anastasia pulls up on me and says, "Hey, we're looking for anyone or an artist that we're willing to commission. We're gonna pay for everything. We're gonna pay you on top of it." Damn. Do you know anyone? And in my mind, it was like, it was one of those moments where it was just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I was like, yo, before I point you to anyone else, yeah. me, I'm down. Like, <laughs> let's, let's get, let's get yeah. this done. And then, yeah, in the span of like, that idea started a conversation. And that, our, that conversation like grew into how to execute it. Yeah. And then we backed it up with action. Mm-hmm. We actually got it done. All in the span of like, what, two months in the, in the middle of, Finals week yeah. in the middle of just like th- that was the first time where I realized I cannot blame nobody else for shit that I'm getting done. Mm-hmm. Like, if, like 
I was waking up at 7 a.m. in the morning, painting, running to school, taking classes, yeah. coming back, painting, mm-hmm. going to work. And I remember telling myself, like, yo, if I'm able to do this now, I cannot blame nothing or yeah. nobody else later on. Like, if I'm not doing some shit, because I'm not doing it. Yeah. Like, Facts. But like I said, yeah, then that, that thing, there yeah. was the, like, mm-hmm. that, that just grew that up. That led to, to us meeting and then yeah. led to here, where what? we are right now. Henry and then Casey, Casey yeah. like with us because I don't think of if, Henry. If and I never met Casey, shit, I don't like, think, I mean, yeah, I've never met you, I don't think I would have met Casey. Yeah. That's wild. And then, yeah, same with Henry. And then Henry had his own door of like networks. And mm-hmm. I remember we had a briefing yeah. after Drive by Sav, like, yo, what's mm-hmm. next? And we're talking also, about Also, Lucas, shout out Lucas. Oh, shout out everybody Lucas. who worked on the, on the book. Yeah, Lucas, yeah. for a fact, yo, that guy went crazy on it. Like, uh, Luke. The video and the promotion, mm-hmm. that shit was crazy. Yep. Even though I almost lost my mind, I apologize <laughs> for that. Um, who else? Um, yeah, and just like, and, and not just people that were deliberately part of the construction of the book, but like even people that served as inspiration for me to put together the book. Yeah. My family, my Everyone parents. Everyone bought it too, yeah. Um, yeah, and I'll t- definitely the people that yeah. were like, I think at the end of the day, that's the craziest shit to me, that there's people out there that are willing to spend money on an idea. Like, that, that's like the... That's so beautiful. That's like love, fam. Like it is, the support of like the city and like, and that shit was so beautiful. Thank you, thank you guys so much. You killed it, man. Nah, I'm Congratulations I'm again. I'm excited. I'm excited. It, you know what it is? Every time a project is done, it never settles until like months or weeks after. Hmm. Like even now, it still doesn't. Oh, we're going. We're, we're pushing this shit. No, stop. I'm gonna milk it. Huh? But like, it still hasn't yeah. like hit it's me that done. like it still. Ha- this whole month has been like a blur. The whole month of July, yeah. just because on top of it, it was what. My birthday, mm-hmm. and then just like I just like after the pop up ended, there was delivering the books, and then like once things would start to die down, and then people were receiving yeah, their books. Now, now it's like yeah, it's like it's, it's still it's going. It's like it's, yeah, 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 it never ends. But like I said, for the most part, it's exciting. Yeah. A lot of it was like the end result of all these projects are always what remind me to just like yo relax. But yeah. when you're in the middle of it, whatever you're stressing about, at the end of the day, yo just be in it, be present in it, yeah. like absorb it, be. Have fun with it, fam. The goods mm-hmm. and the bads, the ups yeah. and the downs. Like, yo, like, you know? And it's exciting. Be present always. That's what it's about. <laughs> You're listening to Rider on the Run. We'll be back in a sec. Don't like what you do, love what you do, and keep at it even when no one is looking or gives a shit. In the end, your path is your own, so complete one thing, and that one thing will lead to another thing. Sean Brown. We basically said all that already. I want it. Yeah. You, you know what it is? That quote reassures why. Like I keep emphasizing with this whole thing. I keep emphasizing the theme or the chapter in my life right now. Is living honestly. Mm-hmm. About honestly, I'm talking about for myself. Like yeah. the shit that I do is for like it's cause I enjoy doing it. Mm-hmm. Not for the sake of like, you know, yeah. um yeah. the response of it's like the the minute it becomes like Yeah. The minute you start doing shit for the wrong reasons, yeah. it, it crumbles, it, right? It crumbles, yeah. Yep. It, it falls apart. And like to, I don't know, to me, not saying that this is the intention why I'm doing it, but it, it goes hand in hand. It's like 
in a sense, it's me kind of also reverse engineering. Like, when you do shit for other people, ten, like, there's a very high chance that it never ends up hitting. It mm-hmm. ends up just, like, flopping. Yeah. But if you're doing shit for yourself confidently, for, like, for the sake of your own joy, mm-hmm. people follow, fam. People yeah. see it. People, people, come, right. people come flocking with it. Mm-hmm. So you're better off just, like... Yeah. Yo, do, who care? Like, who cares about? Yeah. People love confidence. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what confidence is, right? And that's like, where that's where charisma comes about. If you, charisma is literally just the ability to be confident yeah, in everything you, you do. Yeah. yeah. And it's hard to be confident if you're like trying to. Yeah. If you look over to yeah. everybody mm-hmm. else's facts. But like yeah. I said, to me right now, that's the only reason why I feel like I've attained. The only reason why I can say that I've attained true liberation, that I'm like I'm in a very good space in my life right now. Is because of that like that has been the blueprint the reward of me just doing shit for myself has been like the feeling of literally mm-hmm. just like peace fam internal peace like this whole month has been a blur because it's been me like executing everything that came together mm-hmm. but it's also this month is also the result of all the other past few months that have been bumpy or all yeah. the other months that that were just full of stress or me just like worrying or me losing my mind Mm-hmm. This is like with every reward. with every hardship comes ease. Exactly, Facts. and and at mm-hmm. the same time, it's me being mindful that like shit that's bad or times that are bad is equally as temporary as times that are good. So even even it's for true. this time that I'm in, it's it's my mm-hmm. personal duty to like be yeah. present in it. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a, a few days, whether it's a week, whether it's a whole month, yeah. be in it, absorb it, and then I bet next next chapter, whatever mm-hmm. it is, the next yeah. curveball is gonna be thrown at me. I bet I'm, I'm yeah. ready to. I'm ready to tackle it because I recharged. Yeah. I'm in a good space. Like, I'm ready for it. I'm, I'm ready for the next mm-hmm. battle. Um, and, yeah, I feel like, I don't know. I'm not going to lie. I feel like I've been wilding out this month. Like, it's been, like, going back to what Casey was saying. Like, yo, in a sense. Uh, nigga just brought, a, a, nigga just brought a, a drop top. <laughs> <laughs> Why oh, the man. fuck not? Man? Why the fuck not? To me, like I said, it, it's also very important for me to, like, it's also very important for me to like reward myself through the yeah. through the up like through the timestamps, you know. Yeah. And if I was, the funny thing is, if I was never doing art, I would be doing something with cars. I'd probably be like a race car driver or <laughs> just something that revolves around I've cars. Never seen that. Okay. And yeah, that's the, wild. The reason why I got the job I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I've been driving a fucking Camry for 22 years. Yeah. Let me let me get something. 22 spicy. years. Shit. Yeah. Not 22 years. <laughs> For all these years, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I'm like, yo, I've never filled that void of like me entertaining my love for cars. So yeah. I'm like, yo, let me. And on top of that, you live in California, fam. You never fucking rode in a drop yeah. top. What are you doing? So I'm like, yo, I woke up. You're not wrong, bro. I woke up, fam. You, you know what it is? My new measurement of my life is if it's not cinematic, I don't want it. And literally, that is fair. It's life changing. You, you're in the fucking drop top at yeah. night in California mm-hmm. with palm people, trees. People think living life like a movie is like a. Is like no, a falsity, nigga, like it's fake. Me that shit is up. real, bro. Your life can be a movie. Bro, that shit is crazy. Your life can feel like that a movie for crazy, real. Well, it's, it's life changing. You're yeah. in the backseat of a fucking drop top with yeah. Al Green playing, mm-hmm. driving through City Heights with the lights. Yeah. Bro, it's life changing, fam. It's, it's the best investment that I've ever made. I won't, I won't disagree with niggas, that. Niggas say money can buy happiness. I get it. <laughs> it sounds cute, but I disagree with you, fam. Yeah. Even if it's temporary, fam. Yeah. Cool. Oh, on God, fam. That's broke talk right there. Oh, even even shit. if it doesn't buy happiness and if I'm sad, I would rather be sad in yeah. a drop top than be sad Say that. walking, nigga. <laughs> so that's 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 my new bar. It's, if it's not cinematic, I don't want it. I need right. I need the fits to be cinematic. I need niggas around me to be cinematic. I need my girl to be cinematic. Yeah. 
We all characters. With moderation. <laughs> With moderation. It, it don't work like With that. With moderation. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, bro. Guys, don't take it off my We're like, yo. <laughs> yo, I'm joking. <laughs> Stop the love, bro. Oh, man. All right. Uh, where can people find you at, man? Uh, let them know. say Instagram. I think Instagram is the only place that I want, I want people to find me. Okay. Um, it's Illumahadi or Illumahadi. Spell it out. I-L-L-U-M-I-H-A-A-D-I. For sure. Um, if you find me on any other socials... <laughs> you're not getting it. You're not supposed to find <laughs> yeah, this is like Instagram is where I showcase my shit to the public, yeah. and all the other socials is where I hide off and mm-hmm. do like my Twitter and shit. It's like, yeah. it's like 10 followers or some shit, and I want it mm-hmm. to be that way. All right. Well, thank you for coming on the show, man. Thank you for having me on the show. Of course, bro. I hope, I hope... Whoever is listening to this is able to extract some form of inspiration. Yeah. You know, whether it's artistically, whether mm-hmm. it's mentally, spiritually, fam, I live it up, so, fam. Man. We live life so. once. Whatever it is that you think it's twice on, fuck it. Go do it, fam. Go buy that. Like, like be, be careful, careful nigga. They're they gonna hold you to it. <laughs> nah, I swear, like, I don't know. I feel like it's like the age that we're in, there's experiences that if you don't get done now, yeah. you're gonna regret it, fam. Yeah. And it's like we're kind of pressured mm-hmm. for us to feel like... Cause I, I was having a conversation with this girl the other day. She told me about how she just celebrated her 22nd birthday mm-hmm. and how she like she lost her mind because she felt like niggas getting old. And that's, yeah. that's normal because I've, I've had conversations multiple times with people that feel that way, you know? Yeah. But it's like, life is kind of just starting for us. Like, we're at the age, in a sense, where we're still not too late. The timing, our timing uh-huh. is very custom made to us. Yeah. It's hard to not see other niggas shit and compare yourself to it. Always. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yo, your timing is custom made to you. Yeah. Don't worry about what that nigga going to But have. that, But your timing, your time is not going to come if you're sitting around looking at well, other honey, niggas. You got to get up and get shit popping. You got to get up and do it yourself. That's, yeah. that's my, my advice is, yeah. yo, get up and get that shit popping. Yeah. Whatever it is. Oh, you're right. Whatever it is that you want that yeah. you're thinking twice on, mm-hmm. but you're sitting you're sitting out because yeah. like you feel like you're safe there. Mm-hmm. Bro, fuck it. Like, Slide into her DMs. Yeah, do shoot it. that shot, bro. There's <laughs> that girl you watching her stories like, shoot that yeah. shot, man. You, you want that meal, Speaking but you're- Speaking from experience. Oh, God, fam. <laughs> shoot that shot confidently. Oh, you, you're debating about that meal that you want to go eat yo fuck it it's money you're gonna make money back go yeah. go eat that meal Facts. go hang out with that person that text that you're thinking twice about nigga fuck it send <laughs> it fam. that's 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 yeah. that's what my my philosophy is in my life for the for the best experience of this with moderation though <laughs> at the end of the day with moderation you know don't don't go out there don't do drugs don't do crack don't die you know play it safe have good niggas around you that make the experience a lot more enjoyable mm-hmm. Yo, do it for you. Love yourself. Rider on the Run is produced by design visionary Casey Naughton. Sound design for this episode was done by me, yours truly. Our theme music is composed by James Sudd, genius and bassist of the Berkeley band Mint Julep. If you enjoyed the podcast, have questions, guest suggestions, or topics that you want to hear me discuss with my artist friends, please review the podcast and leave a comment. And if you are an artist yourself, please leave your social media handles so people and I can find you. Maybe you could even be our next guest. Thank you for listening to Rider on the Run with me, Bilal Muhammad. And we out.